Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to episode number 55. Today I'm talking to you about the concept of emotional responsibility. Now, when I first learned about this concept, I was taught it by defining how I manage my emotions as either being in emotional childhood or in emotional adulthood. And I'm going to explain it using those terms today. The irony is that I don't like to think of myself as an emotional child. In fact, I get very childish about it and feel a little petulant and want to sulk and be indignant at the thought of being childlike. So funny that my brain sees it as such an unwanted criticism, even though it is a typical way of operating in at least one area of our life for so many of us, and more likely all of us human beings. So let me explain. We are operating from a place of emotional adulthood when we take responsibility for our emotions and feelings in a way that helps us maintain control of our happiness and grow as a person. People who choose emotional adulthood enjoy better relationships, higher productivity, and even better health than those who are unconsciously in emotional childhood. So let me say that again. When we are in emotional adulthood, we are responsible for how we feel in every moment. We are in charge of how we think and we are in charge of how we feel. But when we function as emotional children, we blame other people or circumstances and situations for how we feel, for how we act and for the results we get in our life. Now, emotional childhood is really common. There's no graduation from emotional childhood school. There's no ceremony or acknowledgement to share that it's now time to be an emotional adult. Nobody reminds us or says, you're an adult. You have the brain process to be able to understand what you're thinking. You can start thinking about your thinking and therefore you can decide what to think and what to feel in any given moment, no matter what anyone else does in your life. Now, wouldn't it be great if we were taught that in school? And in fact, you may even be skeptical listening to me now talking about it here. As children, we don't have the capacity to think beyond ourselves. In fact, we think that everything that's going on in our life is what is causing our feelings, and these thoughts are perpetuated by how we're raised. How many times have you heard a teacher or a parent say something like, now Lucy or now Tom, you really shouldn't hurt that little girl or that little boy's feelings. You need to say you're sorry for hurting their feelings. Or maybe somebody said to you, when did he or she hurt your feelings? Or sometimes we say, don't do that, it's mean and it makes that little boy or little girl sad. This way of thinking is so ingrained in our society that we don't even realise we teach our children that other people are responsible for how they feel. It's the most disempowering thing that we can do, not only to our children, but especially to ourselves as adults. Now, it's well-intentioned when we think that way, when we teach our children in that way, we think we're teaching them to be kind and caring. What we don't realise is that we are disempowering them. Now, when we're children, children don't have the capacity to make a distinction between 
who or is responsible for their feelings. So additionally, there are many adults that function emotionally as children, that it's perpetuated all the way into adulthood. And as I said, the problem is with this is that it's so disempowering to keep ourselves in a space of emotional childhood and blame. When we are operating from that place, we may blame other people, we may blame the government, we blame the economy, we blame our bosses, we blame other people, we blame our mothers, our fathers, our ex-husbands, we blame our childhood. We blame everyone, everything, circumstances for the way that we feel, why we're doing what we're doing and the results we're getting. Now, emotional adulthood is when we don't do that. It's when we decide to take full responsibility for everything we feel, no matter what someone else does or doesn't do in our life, no matter what the government is doing, the economy is doing, our bosses are doing, or our ex-husbands are doing. Now, that is no small feat, and it's a huge challenge for most of us. We go to the place of expecting that we'll take control of our minds and that we'll take control of our feelings. Also, as an emotional adult, when we feel a certain way that we don't want to be feeling, we don't blame someone else. Now, even though being an emotional adult is amazing, it's very typical for us humans to feel like victims, feeling at the mercy of someone else in our life. For example, when I coach people who are divorced or separated from their husbands, they may talk about how their ex is making them feel frustrated or how their ex is making them feel disappointed or making them feel sad. And what I ask them to do is to look at how much power they're giving this person, their ex, over their emotional life. Of all the people in the world, do you want to be giving your power to your ex-husband, to your boss who you don't get along with, to the economy, to the government, okay? Do you really want to give these people, these circumstances, the ability to create negative emotion for you in your life? And what I want to offer is that you don't have to do that. The truth of the matter is that you're an adult and you're responsible for everything that you feel. Your ex's actions do not determine how you feel. It's your thoughts about your ex's actions that determine how you feel. And you can choose those thoughts. You can be intentional about your thinking. It's your thoughts about the government that determines how you feel about the political environment that we're in. It's your thoughts about the economy. It's your thoughts about your boss. It's your thoughts about your parents or your children that create the negative emotion that you feel around how they are showing up in your life. You determine how you feel and notice when you blame your ex for how you're feeling. And it's usually that fuels an action you don't want to be taking, okay? So maybe in response to an email you receive from your boss that you have a thought about that frustrates and annoys you, you shoot off a quick email back in response. And then maybe later you regret it. And you think that the reason you did that is because of the original email, but it's the thoughts you had about it. Whereas emotional childhood puts us in a place where we don't feel like we have control over ourselves as adults. And I know this because I do it, and I think we all do it to some extent. Emotional adulthood takes responsibility for how we feel. It gives us the power of choice for how we want to feel and we end up so much more empowered. We get to be more of who we want to be instead of being an emotional childhood space by default. So being in emotional adulthood is knowing that I am responsible for my happiness and I am responsible for my unhappiness. It's being responsible for my feelings that hurt and being responsible for my thoughts, my feelings and my actions. Now, people say to me all the time, well, if you're only responsible for how you feel, then are you saying that you're not responsible for how you treat other people? But of course, that's not what I'm suggesting. When we're acting from a place of emotional adulthood, we don't act in a way that is mean to other people. We don't act in a way that is cruel or try to get them to behave in a certain way so that we can feel better. Usually when we throw temper tantrums, 
which we probably all do from time to time. When we yell at people, when we're mean to people, it's because we're trying to control them. It's because we're trying to have an effect on them. We're trying to get them to behave or feel in a way so that we feel better. And that's never going to work. It's only going to cause tension and pain in a relationship. Emotional adulthood within a relationship goes something like this. The other person gets to behave however they want and you get to behave however you want and you are responsible for all of your actions and you are responsible for all of your feelings. Now this doesn't mean that you're not going to take actions that you sometimes regret. It doesn't mean that you don't apologise and it doesn't mean you don't take responsibility for how you treat another person. People who are functioning as emotional adults and taking responsibility for their feelings tend to apologise more because they own up to how they're acting. Now, they don't say the reason I acted this way is because you behaved like that. That's the opposite of taking responsibility for how you think, feel and behave. When you're learning this process of becoming an emotional adult, realise that the point of it isn't to start blaming yourself for any thoughts or feelings or actions that you're not liking. The point of it isn't even to be happy or experience positive emotion all of the time. Often, if we're used to abdicating responsibility and constantly blaming someone else for how we feel, then the tendency may be to turn that blame on ourselves. And that's not the intention of this process, okay? The intention is to understand, I feel this way because of the way I am thinking. I am acting this way because of the way I am feeling. And I can be curious and fascinated about that. And I can treat myself with kindness and compassion instead of beating myself up for it, because now I know that I get to choose. When we're functioning from emotional childhood, we usually take action that we end up regretting. Then we feel bad about it, but we don't take responsibility for it. Emotional adulthood involves taking responsibility for how we feel so that our chances of showing up in a way we don't want to show up are greatly reduced. But when we do make mistakes, we own them completely. Being dependent on anyone else when you don't need to be as an adult isn't really much fun. If we require other people to behave a certain way, to say certain things, if we require other situations in our lives to be a certain way so that we get to feel okay and feel good about things, it's really disempowering. We've given all of our ability to manage our own emotional well-being. We've given that all away. Now, what we've gotten a good look at the concept of emotional adulthood versus emotional childhood, I encourage you to explore this in your life. Write down some examples of yourself where you think maybe you are in emotional childhood. Where are you placing blame in your life? Where are you not taking responsibility? Remember, don't judge yourself. Just observe where emotional childhood is showing up in your life with compassion and curiosity. Being an emotional adult requires more effort. It takes more responsibility, but it's totally worth it. It's worth it to take that step in managing ourselves and our minds so that we aren't dependent on other people for how we think, feel and act and ultimately the results we get in our lives. We don't need anyone else to do anything differently in order to create the life that we want. Okay, look at where you are being an emotional child. How can you take more responsibility and how can you stop placing blame? Consider what would happen if you did those things and ultimately how that would change the results you're getting in your life. Okay, this is a short and sweet podcast that I have for you today. Have an amazing week and I look forward to next time. Take care, everyone. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, 
that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls, and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.